This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hands Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about She's All That. Oh, I watched He's All That. Oh, damn it. Oh, well. I'm sure they're exactly the same. Yeah. They're, they're both uh, adaptations of Pygmalion, right? This movie came uh, out in 1999, sure. <laughs> directed by Robert Isco, written by Robert E. Lee Fleming Jr. Oh, I don't know racist. if Robert part was there, but uh, R. L. R. Lee Fleming Jr., starring oh, okay. Freddie Prince Jr., Rachel Lee Cook, Matthew Lillard, uh, Jody Lynn O'Keefe, Paul Walker, Kevin Pollack, Karen Culkin, Anna Paquin, every teenager from the, every person from the 90s, Lil Kim. <laughs> Usher, El- Elden Hansen, Froggy, Dooley Hill, yeah, Foggy Nelson, yeah, Dooley Hill, Tim Matson, uh, Clea Duvall, yeah, uh, a brief non. I don't, she might have said something, but uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, mm-hmm. yeah, she just happened to be on set with her boyfriend, uh, <laughs> Matthew Lillard, yeah, um. All right, well, this was, I believe, Scott's movie, so what's your history with it? So, this uh, this came out in, I think you said it already, Jeff, 99? Yeah. Uh, so this is, uh, this is Alex's nine year, just to date ourselves here. Mm-hmm. Um, we did I mean, date. This, this, is, this is exactly how I remember high school. For, <laughs> for, for the oh, yeah. Uh, but I, I clearly, I vividly remember seeing this in the movie theaters. Uh so, you saw it at the time. Uh, I was probably more forgiving back then than I was watching this again. Um, I, I guess I, I mostly enjoyed the movie. Uh, you know, it, it definitely didn't make it into my top anything. Um, I have more to say about about certain people, especially Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is a movie that definitely came out in '99. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Alex. Uh, I saw it at the old Cynodome because it was the thing to do. It's like, hey, there's a new high school movie. Let's go watch it. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't, uh, let's see, Ten Things I Hate About You. It wasn't Can't Hardly Wait. It wasn't... American Pie. Yeah, it wasn't American Pie and no pie fucker. Uh, but it was a movie. And she was all that. <laughs> all right uh i never saw this movie until today uh i i kind of remember this being around because of the whole thing was like oh yeah this girl's ugly because she has glasses and takes off glasses. <laughs> yeah. well that whole thing but uh she was pretty I, stupid for wearing glasses yeah she had contacts uh but yeah i never watched it at least these teen movies are all the same and they're they're, they're not they're never bad i could say they're just kind of they are what they are and uh yeah, you've seen one, you 
pretty much seen them all, I think. But there's moments in this that it was all right. And uh, yeah. yeah, first time seeing it. But like I said, I know the cast because I've watched other teen movies and other yeah. things. So except for her, actually, I don't think I've seen her in anything. Uh, this movie does. Yeah, it's a lot of the same. Uh, it does does subvert a couple tropes, uh, but only a couple. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Um, and before we get into it, I just want to say it's good. This was I didn't say they were in LA, did they? But they were obviously an LA high school. Do they even say where they are or no? Well, at one point uh, they, they say the Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills Hotel. Yeah, yeah. they say Beverly Hills. So yeah, there's somewhere in yeah. like posh. Like the valley. Posh like Spice the, was uh, in it? But like close to the beach, but in the valley. <laughs> yeah, except the beach they were at was Rio Carrillo, Rio Carrillo I believe. It was, yeah, yeah, it was Karate beach. Kid Beach. Yeah. Um, which they are also in the valley. Uh, but it's just cool seeing outdoor high schools, which I always, in movies, we never see that. Which out here, that's all we have are outdoor schools. And then it was just nice to see that in movies. I feel we get, we don't have, that's not represented very well in movies. I, I, I mean, yeah. just, uh, I mean, I, I don't want to go too much into this, but I now that you bring it up, I am curious, like, what the breakdown would be of indoor versus outdoor schools across our great nation. It would have to be. I mean, it's climate thing, right? So, on the East Coast, yeah. you need it indoors. In the middle of the desert, you need indoors. And I think it's just, mm-hmm. it's probably just a California, Hawaiian thing. I don't know. Florida. Florida, yeah. Uh, it's got to be indoors because of the gators. <laughs> That's true. They'll, they'll get you. Yeah. Because I, I do remember listening to a podcast one time and they were talking about, I don't know if it was Karate Kid or another movie where they were outdoors. And like, by the way, what kind of freaking high school is outdoors? What kind of like cheap you know, school system is this or whatever? And I was like, no way, dude. That's just California. What's <laughs> mm-hmm. sad? Um, so anyway. All right. Well, let's get into it. As usual, we talk about seven items from the movie. Scott, what's your number seven? Okay, I had a, a whole bevy of notes for this one. Uh, so as as I hinted at in uh, us going over our, our history with the movie, this one is, is definitely in the, the death throes of the 90s, the, <laughs> the, the, the last uh, grip of, of that, that sort of, at least the teen movie pop culture. Uh, you, you see it with a, a lot of the outfits and the hair and the music. Um, and it just, yeah, everything that came after this and, and all those other movies we mentioned, like American Pie, uh, that, that was it. Like, yeah, there, there's, there's obviously been teen movies since then and ones that specifically made fun of this one. Uh, but mm-hmm. not another teen movie. Yeah. Not another teen movie. Um, Captain Chris America. Evans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just funny to, to see cause I don't like we weren't the people we went to high school with Alex. So they weren't dressing like that. <laughs> like I, yes, I, I recognize the fashion, um, but th- this was purely a uh, a movie uh, a movie thing. Um, yeah. Well, well, we didn't go to high school in the valley. That's or near true. Beverly Hills. That so. that is true. We 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 were much much poorer folk. Uh, you you went to Garden Grove. Garden Grove Hills, not Garden Grove Valley. <laughs> yeah, we, we yeah. Could, yeah. <laughs> Low, lower, lower Garden Grove. Yeah. Lower Uncton. That's Pacifica. That's how they were, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so like those guys. Uh, but yeah, just just seeing all the the fashion and and the music and I, I, 
some of the the hair, like <laughs> you know, I was talking about hair kicking my ass. In this case, it wasn't it wasn't any of the the girls, any of the women. It was, it was Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> a lot of spiky hair in this. Yeah, movie. his hair was kicking my yeah. ass. Like, yeah, the sideburns, which they they made fun of again with Chris Evans and not another teen movie. Uh, hey, what's wrong with sideburns? Nothing wrong with sideburns. All right, I'm just saying. Boshek, <laughs> great sideburns. <laughs> All right, just, Alex, number seven. Uh, my number seven is uh, all the people we just went over that were not yet famous. Uh, it, it was like at every... <laughs> not many like, of them became that famous anyway, but... Okay. I know, but... <laughs> Anna Paquin. Uh, sure. Yeah, Anna Paquin, Usher, Kieran Culkin. I'd say, uh, a lot, I'd say most of the cast was, were definitely at least like... Like bankable movie people, or still are. Bankable movie people? Yeah. I would say they're, they're not A-list. No. Like I don't necessarily A-listers, but like Matthew Lillard's been in a ton of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Kieran Culkin uh, is, is you, you can it. bank a movie on him. You put him in the starring role, you'll make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, come on, none of these guys are stars. Well, like Sarah, Mich- Sarah Michelle Geller, Gabrielle Union. Who? I recognize the name. Who is she in the movie? So she's uh, she's Dulé Hill's girlfriend. She's the one that. Oh yeah, You're like yeah, isn't yeah. isn't a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's not not a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Um, Paul Walker before he died. Yeah. I guess Bankable. I feel like you're the one that's carrying the movie. Okay, you're the one. okay. Let me phrase, let me phrase it like it's a big name to attach to a movie. Sure, or, or you're not banking it. If you're the producer, you're okay, not like, okay, okay, okay. I, I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase <laughs> that then. Say okay. like these are like recognizable names though. Mm-hmm. Sure. Dulé Hill from Psych. Yeah, West Wing. Yeah, West Wing. Uh, I will say, though, that it hit me while I was watching this that this movie has three of the Scooby gang from the movies Yeah, in it. Who's the I was the like, holy oh, shit. So, Freddie Prinze, Willard, and who? It's Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, I forgot. Look, she doesn't count. She was just... And it's eating a burger. She, she, she was in the movie. All right, fair enough. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I know, but she wasn't one of the mates. She, she was, was basically an no, extra. No, but she was in the movie. Yeah. I mean, was she famous back then? Like, is that a cameo yeah. or was she? Oh yeah, like, no, this Buffy was, was on. Yeah, like, Buffy. Yeah. Okay. Well, then there you go. She had a pizza. She gave it to Karen Culkin, and then it got pubes on it. And I'm pretty sure I know what you did last summer came out before this. I think that's where they hooked up. I think. Right? I mean, Jeff would know. Yeah. Is that <laughs> what, wait, who'd she hook up with? Freddie, Freddie Prince, Prince Jr. Oh, they were, they were a thing? They still, still are. Yeah. Oh, wow. Congratulations. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. why she's in it. That's what I'm saying. She was just there because she was on set. Oh. Uh, I thought it was uh, there because she was humping the director. What? Like, what's her face? From uh, you talking uh, about... Temple of Doom. <laughs> No. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, yeah, I know what you did last summer came out in '97, and so, and even the the sequel came out. I still know what you came out in '98. I'm pretty sure that's where they met and everything. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that's why she's in the movie. Like I said, she was just there. And Anna, so this Anna Paquin, I know she did other stuff before this, but this is right before X Men. Right. This is '99. X Men was 2000. Right. 
Yeah. And she, she'd done yeah. some other movies before this, too. Right. She's yeah. younger. She's been an actress. Yeah, before. yeah. Um, I think I think I read in the trivia that uh, that high school they also filmed Buffy on, so that was another reason for her to be on set. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she was just filming next door. Yeah, she, <laughs> she could shows up. Yeah. Um, all right, all right, we're at my there number seven now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so these are in no particular order. I was just taking notes, and I have too many, but I just want to talk about them. Uh, I already kind of mentioned the beach scene, because I am 90% sure those uh Was it Leo Carrillo over there in Malibu? In the same Malibu. place uh, where they filmed the, the Karate Kid scene Daniel getting beat up by Johnny and the motorcycles and everything and it was like they're playing soccer with the grills like it was pretty I don't know I, I take it as a nod and I'll accept it my own nod to correct <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't know I just feel that's where it was and so I put it on there number seven Alex okay. or sorry Scott number six number six is the choreographed prom uh <laughs> So I, I don't know if this was the first movie to do something like this. But... No way! Come on! No, it wasn't. Eighties did it better because you had to have a you had to have a Teen Wolf involved or a uh, yeah guys on bicycles. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or, well, well, or a caveman. A caveman. Well, yes. well, I mean, it's true. The the bike dancing is the pinnacle of, of all this. But but that yeah. was just two people though. It wasn't like a whole entire class of people. Uh, but I so. There were, there were points in this where I was just kind of maybe rolling my eyes a little bit or uh, just thinking it was funny, just some of the just the dumb movie stuff that was going on here. But uh, this was the choreographed thing was the only thing that, that kind of irritated me <laughs> watching this again. I don't remember if that was my initial reaction. Um, it's just obnoxious. Uh, and in the trivia, again... They they said that they filmed that dance sequence because they needed to to pad out the movie. They wanted to hit that like hour thirty of, of screen time, so they threw in the the, the damn uh, dancing. <laughs> and they couldn't they could only get like one of the actors to like even participate. Jolene O'Keefe, like she's randomly dancing with some other dude instead of Freddie Prince. Like it, it, it was just yeah. just weird. I will say that this is the only movie where I've seen where they try to explain why everybody's dancing at the same time. Okay. Did you catch Usher's lines? Yeah, that he... Usher, like, Usher. He's yeah. like, all right, now it's time to do that dance that I, all, I taught you all, guys. Come on. And then he was like the the uh, the orchestra leader, or the band, dance leader throughout the whole thing. Can, can we just talk about Usher for a minute here? Uh, uh, yeah. How, yeah. How he... Um, apparently has DJ class from, like, the first bell to the last bell. Because <laughs> every time yeah. they, they turn around, it's, like, a different part of the school day, it felt like, and he's in the the DJ booth. <laughs> well, well, actually, I don't think he was a student. He was just a hired DJ. <laughs> that was just his day job. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, I don't quite remember who our DJ was, but... Uh... <laughs> Tanner. Well, that actually, Alex, I like that. That makes more sense than him being a student. Yeah. It's a rich barely, high school, man. Barely makes yeah. more sense, but it does make more sense. <laughs> Alright. Well, I just, I, uh, I'll take dance off my list because you already mentioned it, but my note was, this dance was boring. Needs more cavemen, BMX bikes, and werewolves or something. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right, Scott. Number sorry, Alex. Number six. My number six is Matthew Lillard. Is he's <laughs> just a perfect douche in this movie. <laughs> I love him so much. Uh, right from the beach scene to, uh, I mean, the flashback to when he comes and picks up the girl in school. He's wearing the wife beater and the uh, the track suit with the the cell phone and his pager on his belt. Oh my gosh! And that drunken dance that he does at the party—it's great. Yeah. And then he dumps her the same way that she dumped Freddie Prince. Take that. Yeah. Come up and. <laughs> Yeah. I, I did. I did like the. I'm gonna smell like your spit, <laughs> whatever. The yeah. Just gonna say, oh, watch here, go Brando on him. Hey, so you guys are gonna talk about how the scene where she, the the ex girlfriend Taylor or whatever, is talking about why you know why she's breaking up with him and how she met the Matthew Luther character and how they're like integrated into her flashback. Yeah, yeah, actually, oh, that was list. cool. Yeah. Okay, if you're gonna, all right, then we'll wait and talk about that. Um, all right, well then on to my number six and. This was just a stupid. I just lined. I've never heard this line before. Maybe it's <laughs> when she's mad. His the girl Taylor is mad at him. And just jump up my ass. He's like, I've already been there or whatever. But like, jump up my ass. What the fuck. It was uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it was an iron butt moment. I think. Yes. The, like teenagers sound, sound like this, right? Okay, here we go. <laughs> jump up my ass. It's one of my honorable mentions, but yeah, they have a lot of these lines that are they hoping that they're going to catch? Like, Hoover it think, when he I says to these, eat the these, pizza. These oh, are just yeah, like screenwriters getting a little... Yeah. You 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 waggled it, you wiggled it, you you wigged it, wiggy, you're getting wiggy. You wiggied. So I'm, I'm looking at the, the screenwriter now. I mean, who knows? So, more trivia. Uh, this, this, this movie is rife with it. Uh... The, apparently, M. Night Shyamalan did a punch-up at some point <laughs> for this movie. Oh, okay. Um, so maybe the jump up my ass was his line, I don't know. But uh, the, the credited screenwriter, just looking at his bio here, uh, born in 1970. So you wouldn't have been uh, quite 30 when uh, they're filming this. So it wasn't too far out. Mm-hmm. But it, so the, it just oh, sounds right. like screenwriter kind of nonsense. Of like, I need something to. It doesn't sound like, you know, kiss my ass. It has to be something mm-hmm. else. I did. The only one that I really did like was that if she sees her at the party, she's gonna shit frisbees. It's like, oh, okay, that one's good. Might start using that one. Been shit pancakes ever since. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of that. So <laughs> it's like, oh, shit frisbees, not bad. All right, Scott, number five. All right, uh, so. <laughs> I, I I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, at, at any point in this movie, uh, I mean, maybe you've, we've forgotten now because it's you know we we were just watching this specifically for the podcast. But at any point in this movie, did you ever stop and think like, oh, I forgot what the the main characters' names were? Yeah, I I couldn't tell you what the. Uh... Um... I, I will remember for the rest of my life because I swear to God, like every <laughs> every fifth line out of somebody's mouth was one of their full names. Um, like oh, the full names. Yeah, it was like Lainey Boggs was Rachel yeah, Cook's name, yeah. and her name has to get said like at least twenty times in this movie. I bet it's more. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and and that and then just the Laneys on top of that, um, and then Freddie Prince Jr. gets a little better. But they're saying they're saying Zach. his name like Zach. his yeah they're just screaming his name at the end but uh, they're uh, you know everybody like Paul Walker's like oh Zach Siler King of the whatever it just they they gotta constantly say their names <laughs> Zach Siler so, King of the Wicker People yeah it's it's just such a movie <laughs> screenplay thing that I yeah it was it was too much and it, I wish I I been keeping count uh but there's no way i was going to start over <laughs> that's how i really started noticing i was like wow they're really saying the, the names a lot i still didn't remember yeah. i'd look it up right now when you asked so wasn't enough for me apparently <laughs> at the end did you catch that one high school name when they were doing the the uh the the walk for the diplomas rainwater something yeah it was a weird name yeah it's like hippie kid anywho <laughs> All right, uh, Alex, number five. My number five is uh, the JV soccer team coming to clean Laney's house. <laughs> it's, uh, I thought it was fun. I mean, a little bit creepy that he just comes over with all these strangers in the house, but it was great because of Kevin Pollock. He's giving every single wrong answer to Jeopardy. <laughs> and it was, yeah, and, I love and, that. And he's just, everybody's cleaning, doing their job, and then one of the kids finally gives the right answer to Jeopardy. <laughs> that's what kind of slaps out of him <laughs> and, and he's like who are you people <laughs> and then it cuts away that was great I did I did I did remember quite all of them but my, my favorite one was the uh, to paraphrase this this city's French quarter takes up like three quarters of like the whatever and he goes what is Paris France <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right yeah what was the question uh, this uh, publisher his book says uh very, you know, expensive, blah, blah, this and that. I forget who he says, but the correct answer is, who's Gutenberg? That's my Jeopardy story. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 yeah, I can't remember quite what the, the joke was. There, did you recognize one of the, the JV kids? I did not. I I'm, can never pronounce his last name, but it was Milo Ventimiglio. Emilio? The, uh, it was the... The guy from uh, Heroes. Oh, Is that's why Peter, Peter Petrelli or, Na- or Nathan. <laughs> there you go. The the younger one. Okay. Yeah. Peter. Peter. All right. Uh, my, on to my number five, and uh, it would just be like I had the cameos of Buffy and the Shermanator. And... <laughs> yeah, the Shermanator. Yeah, the whole like. That bully thing kind of came out of freaking nowhere. You never even met these characters before. It was it wasn't like this. The brother was Culkin was getting picked on the whole time. It was just kind of weird. There's a bunch of weird scenes in this movie where just like, I get it. They're showing what Freddy Prince, but it was just like out of nowhere, and it was Terminator. And at, at no point in the movie did they establish that anybody should have been afraid of him. By the way, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like yeah, he was he was a little bigger than both of them, but not that much. Yeah, Shermanator pulled out a lot of pubes pretty easily, and yeah, I don't that's know a problem. They, I don't know if his uh, the carpet matched the drapes there. I didn't look. I wasn't looking too close. Yeah. But it was pretty gross. I was I was eating my lunch when I watched that. By the way, <laughs> you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I I I had forgotten about that scene. So. All right, Scott, number four. Uh, number four, uh, as as you alluded to, Jeff, 
the uh, the fourth wall flashback. I thought that was a really cool sequence of of uh, when she's explaining how she met uh, Brock uh, Brock Hudson, which is a great name by the way. Uh, Matthew Lillard's character, Brock uh, Sandwich. You know the whole whole uh, MTV Beach House thing. Uh, it, was, it was also very nineties. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, that, that was cool the way they transitioned into that, um, where they're standing in front of the school and they walk from the school in the same take. Um, so that, that was a, a cool bit of, uh, editing. Um, and they do that a couple times in the movie. Um, the, uh, there was, there was a really cool edit, um, after that bully scene where she's just kind of staring at him. Um, and camera pans out and all of a sudden she's at work um so it's a couple of cool things here um it was too bad there wasn't more of that and the and the dream sequence too the dream sequence was fun it felt a little out of place uh, yeah but it, but it was fun i uh, think it was i think that was my problem with the first one it was out of place because it happened early enough in the movie that i was like oh is this gonna be that kind of movie where they're kind of just they were going to do this a lot through, and they never really did that type thing again. That, that's and a that's good point. I, yeah, that's I think, what I found was weird about. Yeah, it. I think I think yeah, I think I cut him more slack on that because it happened so early. Now that you put it that way, but uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, they need a little more consistency with consistency. With right. That. Uh, yeah, but I did. I did again think that uh, the editing of those of the yeah the flashback was really cool. It was, yeah, and I was kind of looking forward to it. Oh, are they going to do this a lot? That's kind of interesting. And then, yeah, I just they never really did that again. Um, with so, you know, there were different versions of that, but not like him being there when he really wasn't there. A lot of stuff. All right, Alex, number four. My number four is the hacky sack performance at the performance art thing with the beatnik bar that they had. Um, I didn't catch this the first time. I thought, okay, well, he's just going to improvise because he's got a hacky sack that he played with for five seconds and, you know, two scenes over. Uh, but it was a real thing. He actually opened up to the crowd because, uh, it's all the pressure that he was feeling from, you know, not being able to pick a school and his dad expecting perfection, stuff like that. So, uh, it was just something I didn't catch the first time around. I thought it was neat. That's why everybody liked his performance because it was bullshit. Um, I just think the whole art scene was freaking weird. It was, yeah. it was really weird. Like it, it didn't land for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, art is uh, weird. Uh, yeah, can't can't argue with that. Um, I, I I do want to say, uh, so they they went pretty light on the the whole. You know, this is all well established in like the eighties with the um, uh, all the Brad Pack stuff, uh, the John Hughes stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know with. Like, the people and the problems they have with their parents. Uh, so, like, yeah, he's, he's feeling all this pressure. Um, and you kind of hear from him indirectly that his dad's being kind of a jerk off screen. Uh, but um, his dad's, like, dead on. Like, okay, well, you might be mad at me, but you still need to do this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. In the, so, in the he's, like, scenes. in the right. And, and I actually really, really like uh, the one scene where Kevin Pollock wasn't, you know, kind of being a complete dweeb. Um, you know, he comes down there and, and I really like the line of, you know, to paraphrase, uh, that somewhere along the way, we, you know, we've kind of forgotten who's supposed to be the parent here. Um, I thought that, that was a good scene. Uh, yeah. you know, just Do- Dr. Pooh had some good advice. <laughs> Dr. Pooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, oh, yeah, I should say Otter from Animal House was Freddie Prince's dad. That's true. Yeah. That that actually was based on somebody's time at Dartmouth. So that was a reference to Animal House, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't Animal House like a collection of stories that they had for some magazine? I mean, it was. I think it was a National Lampoon's but, thing. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the one. I think National yeah. Lampoon's is a Harvard thing. I I don't know. Um, but Dartmouth. But uh, at, at any rate, uh, yeah. What you're saying, Alex? <clears throat> All right, I believe we're on to my number four. Right, mm-hmm. and uh, that would be. I mean, I guess I'll just. I guess I'll pop this one up just to match yours. But I had Freddie Prince's magic legs. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to hacky sack, oh, and you're just seeing his legs. And then uh, cut to his face, cut back to his legs. Later on when he's playing soccer, <laughs> there it is. I think later on when he's dancing, he just had magic legs. His legs and his body weren't <laughs> doing the same thing. So Freddie Prince's Jr.'s magic legs is my number four. Scott, what's your number three? Um, oh, shit. Uh, I messed up my list. Um, it goes in order. Oh, Just, <laughs> you know. Uh, sorry, give me one second. Here. Um, <laughs> damn it! it goes in I, order. I accidentally put the, the prompt thing here because I, I had it up higher initially, and then I moved it down, and then I forgot to replace it. Um, so I'll just, I will, I will go ahead and say. Um, that in this case, my my number three, uh, and I'm not vamping here at all, uh, <laughs> is is basically like how okay I know, I know what I'll say like why why, why is uh, Eldon Henson Froggy um, one of the Bash brothers mm-hmm. uh, why why is he out of breath for that entire last sequence. Uh, that's uh, making me laugh. Yeah, they're making some stupid fat jokes. That was yeah. the worst. Um, he's always eating something. He's good. He's got food. It's like, uh, come on. But that that said, I did I did like one of the things I said about subverting that he had the straight best friend, but there was no none of the they they were not love interests at all. Um, it wasn't. Yeah, he the, wasn't. He wasn't pining for. Her. Yeah, it wasn't like uh, John Cryer in uh, what was it? Got sixteen in, candles. Pretty in pink. Pretty in pink. One of those uh, two. Yeah. One, one of those, yeah. yeah. But, uh, or, or a lot of any of those other movies. Uh, I did think it was, like, weird how oddly invested he was in, like, getting her to go out with, with Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> like, I don't know why he would have cared that much. But I guess they're best friends, so. Yeah. I guess he kind of fills in that role. Right? Yeah, get out more. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But like, he says some weird stuff. He's like, like. Zack Siler, like the best, again, the full name there, the full name job. Yeah. Zack Siler, the best looking guy at our school, is like, wants to like hang out with you. You're not the least bit curious. Like, not not a very straight thing to have said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just jump in here. This is my number three, too. As I, Foggy Nelson's my number three. And like, yeah, he would, that, that line there, I'm like, okay, so this is the gay friend. With his response right there. And it was like, okay. Then later on, I'm like, no, I don't think he's gay. I just think he's a friend. And then, yeah. But he's just so weird and the out of breath stuff, and I don't know what was going on with his hair. Something seemed weird there. <laughs> and then that whole thing when he fight when he overhears uh, Paul Walker's uh, talk in the bathroom, and he's 
running to tell. It, it was so weird. I don't know. He found his character was just all over the place and kind of pointless. And, mm-hmm. yeah. I, t- I did like they kept, like, just to, like, villainize uh, Paul Walker, just in case. <laughs> yeah, we weren't yeah. able to follow his nefarious intentions that he's, he's got the giant flask. <laughs> oh, that mm-hmm. thing was huge. Well, like, she wouldn't have smelled that on his breath when he came back out. Like, really? Maybe it was Hennigan's. Mm. Maybe it was Glenn Gooley. Maybe. Sonic Boom! <laughs> Alright, Scott, or sorry, Alex, number three. Uh, my number three is eating the pubes. It's like the thing that I remember the most out of this movie because it was so fucking gross. Yeah. And the Hoover it part. And uh, yeah. And they both had to take a bite of that ginger pizza. Ginger pizza. <laughs> yeah, in freaking Sherman here wearing his giant Junko jeans. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, those pants oh, were hilarious. I do remember where people wearing shit like that, by the way. Yes. <laughs> that was one of the more authentic uh, bits of wardrobe. Giant fucking pants. Yeah, and then after that scene, like Jeff, you guys were talking about, they were everywhere in the movie. They were at the prom, getting whiskey confiscated, photobombing people, then at the graduation. It was weird. But hey, they ate pubes, so it's like, hey, if I'm going to eat pubes, I'm going to need to be in this movie a bit more. <laughs> all right, I thought you guys were lying about he's all that, and now I see it here as a more like this. <laughs> yeah, Netflix. I know she he told I, you. I, know, I messaged you this. I know uh, Rich Lee Cookson. I don't think it's the same character, but I don't know if anybody has not any of the other characters. Co- Cobra Kai is in it. I don't know what that means. Oh, it is him, huh? Okay, so how yeah. recent? This is a new movie, then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's yeah, that is the Cobra year. Kai. Johnny's. So, yeah, Matthew Lillard is in it. He's the president. Uh, Rachel Lee Cook is in it. Uh, that's all I can see here. <laughs> on the top, and uh, Courtney Kardashian. So, and for those reasons, I'm out. <laughs> all right. Uh, what are we on here? Oh, so, my number three was Foggy Nelson. We already talked about that. So, Scott, number two. Number two, and this was this was cracking me up. Was how seriously everybody was taking the the prom queen election. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like there was this. Uh, uh, there's almost a war had going on on campus. The the, the lines had been drawn. Um, just the them getting on Usher talking about it a bunch. Uh, them rapping her about it in the middle of the quad. Oh, she's all that. The the beatboxing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all the different signs around. Like I don't think that's how prom queen works, <laughs> but. Uh, wasn't how I remember. Well, then again, uh, yeah, we didn't go to a rich high school in Beverly Hills. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, passing out the signs, them like marching through the halls with a cadre of, of people in their wake. Uh, <laughs> By the way, that size, the height difference between Rich Lee Cook and what's her face. Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> I, I actually, you know, it's funny you just mentioned that because I was actually thinking about that. I was looking it up. Uh, so Rich Lee Cook is five two. Um, Jodie Lynn O'Keefe is five eight and a half. And she's always wearing heels in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So just that much taller. Um, yeah, she towers over here. <laughs> uh, 
it's, uh, yeah, just them taking it so seriously. Uh, how at the, the, the funniest part of all though, and this made no sense to me, was uh, Dulé Hill and Gabrielle Union when they're in the crowd, uh, when they announced that, uh, that Jerry Little O'Keefe, um, Taylor has, has won the prom queen, uh, you see Dulé Hill just like nodding, like in relief, like, yeah, this is what's supposed to happen. And then Gabrielle Union gives him a dirty look, um, just it's funny like why a like why would he care and and b if he did care like up to that point he was like super nice to uh Rachel Lee cook the whole time so why yeah. all of a sudden would he have voted for taylor like it didn't make any Lady sense to me. yeah uh i think that was just like a random cut <laughs> like that they they included um i i, I don't know but it made no yeah. sense to me. But, but yeah, just overall storyline or something. Yeah. yeah, they just need to drum up some some drama. Uh, so yeah, they they had the, the like her versus uh, the the established. Like and, and she's Julian O'Keefe's supposed to be a cheerleader, I guess, because she's wearing the outfit at one point. Um, yeah, and the most mm-hmm. the rest of it, she yeah, she's just kind of walking around. Um, anyway. I do like how Usher's commenting, like, oh, she's wearing one of her tight dresses and her, around, you know, election time and trying to sway the vote. Oh, there it is, I guess. <laughs> I like yeah. the acceptance speech that she was about to give and the yeah. principal, like, turned off. <laughs> the turn off her mic. Funny. All right, Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is the reveal of the bet where dickhead Paul Walker is like a trying to torpedo the whole deal and then he says it the bet that was a, a little bit crushing rachel lee cook really sold that scene yeah she of of the two of them she she was definitely the the better actor in this movie mm-hmm. so yeah that was a, that was heartbreaking just the, that one scene it's like holy shit that's I'm not what families do yeah <laughs> yeah they got they got their uh their pg-13 f-bomb in there yeah That's right. All right. Uh, my number two is the makeover scene that came out of nowhere. Like the first part of the movie, she's like "fuck you," I'm blah, blah, blah. and then the sister Anna Paquinco shows up, and the guy brings her a dress for her to wear. Don't you wear this? Like so weird. Yeah, he got peanut butter all over it. Oh, yeah, he did. Thanks, thanks, Kieran. <laughs> I, I that uh, that that grossed me out just because all the. All the COVID stuff. <laughs> just like, ooh, it was in his mouth. Oh, uh, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was gross. He dipped his head in peanut butter yeah. and then in jelly. Yeah. It's like, God damn it, kid. Get some bread. <laughs> and a knife. Something. Yeah. A knife. Anyway, the makeover scene came out of freaking nowhere. And then the very 90s song playing when she came out. I was like, oh my God. I already forgot which one it was. But... Kiss me out of the misty twilight. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So. Trailer bait. Yeah, I just understand how this character who is so just artsy fartsy, forget popularity, and all of a sudden, she, and she never puts glasses on the rest of the time, even though she said, I don't want to touch my eyes. She, she just, does She does wear glasses. But, like, it's like half the time for the rest of the movie. Probably misses her probably. old glasses. Yeah, she's just willing to go up there. And, uh, I just found that really weird. I guess I don't fall. I don't like the premise of these teen movies. No, oh, no way. Anybody but her. <laughs> All right, 
Scott, number one. Uh, number one it follows up on that, Jeff. Uh, in my notes, I have uh, Sixpence None, the, the Stairs. Still works. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, she... Like, I, I, I don't remember um, if I thought this the last time I saw this, which was a long time ago, but... Uh, like, just aggressively how much that was a wig she was wearing for the first half of the movie. <laughs> like, they barely tried that wig. Like, I get that she's, like, yeah. super petite, so maybe it was, it was tough to get, like, bad long hair on her. Um, but, what? I don't know, maybe it was just tough. I, I don't know. They The wig was bad, is what I'm saying. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of reasons why that might have been. I don't think it has anything to do with her petiteness, but I don't, uh, I maybe. Don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, well, they said like their hair Short people can't a, wear wigs. It wasn't a merkin or anything, so. What's a merkin? Hey, if you don't like merkin, you can get out. <laughs> you can get out. Uh, yeah, just like, wig. aggressive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, aggressive. Just the, the really bad wig. Um, they, they have the, the brow, like they, they put some, uh, you know, they glued on some, some hair in between her eyes. Um, and she was, and then the the glasses. (laughs) She looked like one of the, uh, what is it, the foils or oil? What are they from? uh, The the oil poils. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, a little bit. Um, it's like, they, even with all that, um, she's all that. Uh, even, even with all that, they like take one look at her and. And of course, <laughs> Freddie Prince is like, "No way! She's the biggest freak in this entire school." Like, yeah. like no, <laughs> like Lady Bugs, no way. Yeah. So, and then yeah, like you said, Jeff, the what it, it still works though. I think that's the crazy part is, um, you know, she she cleans up nice. Yeah, it, it like over the span of like twenty minutes or whatever it is, because um, that. That day that they they do that whole thing is like twenty seven hours long. There's there's a few extra hours in that day before they go to that party. Um, but yeah, just her walking down the stairs. It, it's I don't know, it's not iconic, but it definitely uh, made its way into pop culture for or for a while. Um, you know, you, you know, you recognize the song. Like Alex said, it was trailer bait. Um, Mm-hmm. Definitely made its way into um, to to be mocked in future movies. Uh, so um, yeah, it, I, I I do think the glasses thing is the funniest thing though. Where it's like, oh well, as soon as she takes off the glasses, yeah, that's <laughs> that's always the dumbest thing in movies. Hmm. Um, it's like when Lisa and the Simpsons was watching El Tango de la Muerte, that movie. <laughs> She's like, oh, well, she's not going to pick her. She's plain. You, my name is Lisa Bella. That's Lisa with Bella at the end of it. <laughs> then a couple moves later, all her nerdy clothes fall off, and she's beautiful. Exactly. I have mm-hmm. no idea what you were talking about, but all right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just... Tap dancing episode of Simpsons. Oh. And yeah, Ra- Rachel Lee Cook. Uh, all-time movie crushes. So, uh... RLC. <laughs> RLC works for me. I don't know what that means. Real life crush. What is, what is RLC? Ra- Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, <laughs> Scott, damn it! 
Okay. I get that. <laughs> uh, Alex, number one. Uh, my number one is that this movie is, yeah, it's it's the 90s. It is very much, you look at this movie and you go, oh, this was made in the 90s. From the cell phones to the pagers to the Junko jeans to just the script writing to bad acting. Uh, it was great. I loved it. Very uh, nostalgic. All right, it's definitely very nineties. The very end of the nineties, but yeah, as these things used to go, this the nineties, the decade doesn't end as you as the right. Yeah, it's stuff bleed, definitely it bleeds over. over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, yeah. It's like so, a That's right. Early nineties is still the eighties. Early two thousands is still the nineties. Um, mm-hmm. my number one, yeah, the glasses are freaking ridiculous. It's <laughs> like, Ew, she's so ugly. Ooh. Everyone wants to take her to prom now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, a ridiculous premise, but whatever. You gotta, it is what it is. She should have ended up with the Shermanator. <laughs> if there's any justice, yes. Yeah. It would have really subverted expectations. Alright. Uh, time for honorable missions. I only had one that you guys haven't talked about, and it's funny because I believe, Alex, you and I were talking about at the Super Bowl. Uh, one of the Diet Cokes, one of the guys is holding, had the the Six Flags Magic Mountain uh, logo on it from the, the you know, oh, turn one, yeah? one can in and you get a, a pass for $50. Um, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. So, I guess inside. During the Super Bowl, we were talking about how for Magic Mountain, we always get passes because it was, if you bring in a Diet Coke can or a Coke can, it was like $5 more instead of one day you got the whole summer or whatever. And so... We had just talked about that the other day, and that's there you go, nineties, because that would have been when I was going in the late nineties when I had my license and yeah, doing all that stuff. Accurate. Yeah, that's all I got. Any from you guys? Uh, so, I, I guess as Alex pointed out, the school could afford uh, DJ. I guess they could afford uh, like busboy servers. I did not understand why the younger brother was going around like with the, with the pepper oh, yeah. grinder. Like that, <laughs> like I get it, like he had the job, whatever, to, to help pay the bills at home, but like with the pepper grinder, I, I, I didn't understand that. Uh, yeah, that was weird. Uh, the they soccer, exactly like poor either, though. The soccer was simultaneously hilarious and accurate because they were like playing, like that was, they're supposed to be rich and, and you know, re- relatively well off high school. They were playing soccer on the shittiest field, and so mm-hmm. that's true. <laughs> that, that, that was realistic. But how they were all wearing like the tank tops, like <laughs> like no that nobody ever wears ever playing playing football. Yeah, that's uh, weird. They 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 movied that up for sure. Um, yeah. And yeah, you just see their their arms, strong yeah, shoulders. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and uh, just the the close ups of them like not really jimming around people, but just some close ups of like oh here's the ball now, um, and just the fact that they were. Playing soccer, like they're like the the, like the the jocks at the school, right? But they play soccer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, this every, every teen movie has like a, the weird sport. Well, not always weird, but I think you know football is cliche. So what can we do now? Oh, it's skiing. It's a ski team. Okay, what about this one? Oh, it's soccer. The dive oh, it's team. La- it's lacrosse. Yeah, it's a diving team. That is true. I guess. I- <laughs> I guess to show that they're like more sensitive than 
football player. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what that's supposed to be. But... Yeah. It's basketball. Yeah. It's probably easier just to film guys playing oh, on a so- Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I, pads. Yeah, Je- 100%, Jeff. But, yeah, it's just it's, it's funny to me. But... Yeah, I forgot American, American Pie, they're playing the cross, right? The cross, yeah. 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 Well, a couple of them are, anyways. And then, uh... Yeah, and Zeno Man, a... they play hockey. Remember that? They oh, yeah. To, oh, yeah. What was the name of that place? Uh... Redmobile. Yeah, where he's playing around. What was the name of the head? A name for that ice rink. It's the place to be seen. Anyway. Oh, yeah, and he pulls out the baby picture. We've been naked together. Gross. Anyway. Okay. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's always a different sport. Well, with that, it's time to rate it. As usual, we rate on a scale of 1 to 7. 1 being absolute garbage and 7 being perfection. Scott, what do you rate it? I give it a 4. Um, it was still an easy watch. Uh, it would have been even easier without that dance sequence in the end. Um, a lot, of, yeah, a surprising amount of, of notable actors, if not bankable, as as we've now firmly established. <laughs> yes, uh, or agreed to. Uh, so it is written. Yeah, uh, like, like I said, I, I, I love Rachel really cooking this movie. Um, there, there are enough amusing things happening. Um, I, I, there's some 90s nostalgia there so yeah for alright uh, Alex mm-hmm. I'm also gonna give this a 4 it's not my favorite of these teen movies but it, I mean it was alright she's alright all right. she's alright I'm gonna give it a 5 whoa um, wow for this type of movie it was short like I said I didn't didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I can't. I can say I liked it more than I disliked it. So like, while it's not my type of movie, it's easy. It was easy watch. There was nothing that really like made me angry. Um, yeah, like I said, it's five, five bordering four, but I still liked it. I can say I, I liked it more than I disliked it. So I think it moves more in that category. So did okay. did uh, either of you? Re- well, it was the first time you watched it, Jeff. But did either of you watch it with your significant others? Yes. What do they I think? Did. Uh, she said, it's okay. That's <laughs> high praise. Yeah. Uh, Laura wanted to, but her work was really... She just couldn't get to watch it. Uh, okay. She said it was one of her favorite movies, though. Uh, so she she came in and saw like, maybe the last 15, 20 minutes with me, and she, she said, oh, yeah, oh, I forgot about this. Oh, Paul Wall. She, you know, she remembered everything. She said the dance. Her and her friends used to do that and everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we were way off then. At least I was. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they had the whole choreographed thing during the dance, but I think they, in their, I don't know where they did it, on the room, in their rooms, or, hell, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Great. she says she loves all these late 90s teenage movies. This, and the ones we already mentioned earlier, Can't Hardly Wait. All the ones, and, the three title, three word. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, and with that, it's time for our crossover topic, which is what, Scott? It is our top five uh, bets, wagers, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, from just about anything you want, movies, television, anything else. Uh, I had a little, little trouble with this because I wanted to avoid, like, a specific, like, scene where people are playing cards or something like that. Yeah, not, um, not like, organized gambling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, Same. Uh, so th- this is kind of what I, I came out with. Um, one of these we're gonna have to go to the judges on. Uh, but oh, to, okay. but to start, um, I'm gonna 
do something rare and uh, mention Seinfeld right off the bat. Oh. Um, do either of you have this uh, Seinfeld on your list? Yes. I have one Seinfeld. I don't know if it's one. Okay. Um, well, it's mine's not the big famous episode one, so it's probably Okay, okay. Oh, okay. This, uh, for me, this is the, for me, this is the thing for me. Uh, the the episode where they they make the bet about um, see who can I was it who could go longest or <laughs> this is the big betting episode. <laughs> no, that's not mine. I don't know what Scott has. So the they the bet to see who can uh, not masturbate. Yeah, master of the domain. Yeah, yeah. So... That's my number one. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll, I'll let you learned. talk more about it. Alex. <laughs> that's fine. It's one of the few ones that that definitely made its way into. My consciousness as well, as someone who doesn't really watch Nightclub. So, okay, well then, Alex, number is. five. Uh, my number five is from Die Hard. Die Hard. Uh, did you guys remember? There's a betting scene in this one? Yes. It's when... Uh, the yeah, I know what it is, but... It's uh, when uh, they're... Uh, what's his face? Alan Rickman is questioning Takagi about yeah. the codes. And then you have... Uh, uh, Carl, and uh, what's the hacker's name? The safe cracker? What's his name? Uh, sundown. <laughs> yeah, well, Sundown. <laughs> he just goes in the background, man. which is great. He's like, see, I told you, it's not over yet. And Alec Ruman just rolls his eyes at him. <laughs> and then finally when he gets blown away, it's like, ah, they trade money because they were betting whether he had the codes or not. That guy was relevant uh, this weekend, by the way. Sundown? Yeah. The quarterback is toast. It's toast. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Super Bowl. All right. I actually had a hard time with this list. Um, and uh, so my number five is it's just a little simple, like, offhand bet, and then it, only, it pays off. And it's in Avengers when Nick Fury says, you know, says, I bet I'll show you something you haven't uh, seen or something damn like it. that. That's a good oh, one. Nice. And then on the heli, <laughs> on the helicarrier, just you see Cap just hand him five bucks or whatever. I don't know how much it was, but are you going to say what you originally thought that scene was about, Jeff? Yeah, it was like a racist thing or something. <laughs> like I thought it was his valet, or I don't know what it was. <laughs> Jesus, I thought. Jeff. Well, because somebody told me that, and I was like, oh, okay. He's like, did you notice that he gave him money because he thought he was like <laughs> paying his code or something? And then wow. Uh, Oh man! <laughs> hey, Cap was from that era. He wouldn't know. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> even if he was pure. As hard. To be fair, Captain America was from the the forties. So. That's yeah. what I'm getting at. <laughs> no, I remember when you told me that I was crying. I was like, "That's not what it is, Jeff." <laughs> it still could be. <laughs> it's, not. it's not. So anyway, that's my number five. Uh, Scott, number four. Uh, my number four. Um, so not a specific. Uh, bet that uh, is, is carried out throughout the movie, but it happens a few times in a few different scenes, and uh, it's it's pretty brief um, and extremely tense. Um, and that would be No Country for Old Men, uh, where Anton Chigurh flips the coin and has the, the person in front of him call it, um, and depending on the which way the coin lands, uh, Shiger will either kill that person or not. Spoilers. Um, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. And it's it's just very intense. 
the guy at the gas station gets it correctly and Shakur just lets him live. Um, and then it's it's even more gut-wrenching at the end. Uh, again, spoilers if you've never seen this. Um, when the, the wife um, uh, says that she's not going to call it, that it's his decision to kill people, not the coins. Um, and you don't see what happens, but uh, you do see Shigur, like kind of wipe his feet on the way out of the house. Uh, oh, yeah, she just left the dirty carpet. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was grief-stricken. and She, she hadn't been doing much cleaning here. here. Uh, but yeah, no country for old men in the, the coin flipping. All right, nice one. Alex, number four. My number four is from Ocean's Eleven, where in the background inside, some of the characters were uh, doing like little bets here and there, but it really comes to a head when... Uh, uh, what's his face? Who's the 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 acrobat, the Chinese guy? Yeah, I don't remember yeah, his name. I don't remember his name. But he was going to do the big jump, the big backflip onto the safe without um, <laughs> uh, dropping, you know, into the laser grid that's on the floor. There's <laughs> like five, ten bucks as he shorts it. He's like, no, no bets, no bets. <laughs> they were all tensed up. That was funny. There it is. Alright. Uh, my number four is pretty much an entire episode of uh, The Simpsons, but there's a couple ones in particular that I like. It's the one where uh, Daddy Daughter Day, like Lisa and Homer, betting football together. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's a good one. I should have thought of that. <laughs> and so the two that I remember specifically the lines is where like Lisa's like talking about her greatest day ever or something like that in class. She's reading the report and talking about how like the the Raiders kicked a field a meaningless field goal to cover the spread. Or something like that. That was her greatest day. And then uh, at the end when they're, you know, Homer and Lisa had the falling out and Homer's at the bar. And, and hey, what do you, the guy's like, hey, what do you got riding on this game? My daughter. <laughs> Whew, what a gambler. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, Lisa and Homer. I, what's the name of that episode, Alex? Do you remember? Uh, uh, I don't know. Lisa the Great. Sure. <laughs> But yeah, there it is. That's my number four. So, Scott, what's nice. your number three? Uh, my number three. So, go to the judges on this one, and I will uh, totally accept disqualification. But it's one of the first things I thought of. So, there, there is no, uh, like, agreed upon, um, I, I don't know, result for the winner in this one. Reward. Uh, punishment for losing. Uh, but Gimli and Legolas... And uh, starts in two towers, um, carries over into Return of the King. Their their contest to see who can kill the most orcs. Um, mm-hmm. So more more for the back and forth than than there being an official winner winning something. So yeah, again, this one's kind of weak, but it's the first thing I thought of. So here we go. Give me my list. No, no, that's good. Yeah. I'll allow it, just because it's a good scene. Yeah, that counts as one. It still only counts as one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many people in the audience for like, thinking the same thing, like, keeping track of, like, yeah. I just like this. I think it's only in the extended cut when they're doing the, the they're summing up their totals and they're talking about it, and Gimli's like, ah, oh, I have this many, and then Legolas shoots the, that work that he's sitting on or whatever. 
I already got him. He was twitching. That's because he has my axe in him. <laughs> Pretty good. All right. Uh, Alex, number three. Uh, my number three is from the show Friends. And I'm not a big Friends fan. Most of the show is meh for me. But there was the one episode <laughs> that I was very invested in. And I was howling with laughter. Because it's, it's for me, the best Friends episode ever. And that's when... Uh, Chandler and Joey made a bet with uh, Monica and Rachel that they knew more about them, that the guys knew more about the girls, and the girls knew about the guys, about their daily lives or whatever. And uh, it culminated into like this big game show thing arranged by Ross, and whoever lost that game show, they would have to like switch apartments. Yep, I know. Right? I, know what I think the girls... Yeah, the girls got something. I forget what it was, but if the guys won, they switched apartments. And they did! And I was surprised that at the end of the episode, they actually kept that going for, like, the rest of the season, at least. Yeah. The dudes lived in the big apartment, while the ladies lived in the, the tiny bachelor pad. Yeah, there, there was there were some funny things in there, like, what is what is Joey's favorite food? <laughs> Do you know that? Is it pizzas? It was sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> That's right. Or like what? What was like the the name on Chandler's like subscription <laughs> oh, yeah, TV guide? Hey, it's Bing. It's Chandler Bing. No, it's Chandler Bong. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Chandler. I think it was like a Mrs. or something. Yeah, like that. Mrs. Chandler Bong. Uh, oh yeah. And the last question is like, what does Chandler do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody had an answer to that. Yeah. Oh, that was great. That was a funny episode. Oh, no, wait, yeah, they had to get rid of the rooster. Because the guys had the, the pet, like, duck and rooster, right? Right. Yeah, because he was <laughs> crowing in the morning. Yeah, I never watched Friends, so I don't know. Well, you only need to watch that one episode. It's great. All right. Well, my number three, <laughs> I don't believe there is any money take, takes place in this scene, but someone says, I'll bet you. And it's a movie I don't even like, but I bet I could throw a football over those mountains. <laughs> Uncle Rico from Napoleon. Dome. I thought about it. Rico. But, oh, Rico. Oh, I'll allow it. <laughs> just because I love that scene. He does. I'll bet you. So it's a wager. How much, how much you want to bet I could throw this football over the mountains? <laughs> Should we get Uncle Rico? Uncle Rico, Napoleon Dynamite. Scott, number two. Uh, number two. Uh, I'm going to steal this from you guys. Um, maybe this is on your list, I don't know, but uh, I'll just say briefly, you guys can talk more about it, but uh, how one Han Solo obtains the, the Millennium Falcon, at least in the uh, the original trilogy. In the original trilogy? Yeah, he already has it in the original trilogy. Right, that's that's what I'm saying, like, that they explain that's how he has it. They don't, they don't like, go into too much detail, though. Oh, you must you must be thinking about like the extended universe stuff because they never mentioned that in the movies. Well, they do say, "Hey, you lost it to me fair yeah. and square." That's that's uh, the only thing. They okay. Say that. Yeah, you got me. Yeah, that's all you know. He's like my ship, and he says yep. that, and that's it. Your ship, hey. Uh, all right, I'll allow it, even though it's. If you were going to mention Solo, I was going to punch you through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Alex, number two. My number two is from uh, an HBO sketch comedy show called Mr. Show. 
And uh, this was during the first season, and David Cross was playing this guy that was an asshole at a party, and he was all making like these stupid bets and everything. And it, it culminated into one where he just got a bunch of broken glass off the floor, and he just here's the bet. If I could eat all of this broken glass that's in my hands, you all have to be my personal slaves for a year. <laughs> Before anybody can stop him, he just shoves all the glass into his mouth. He starts choking on it, but uh, he does it. He's like, he can't talk anymore. He's like, damn yeah. slave, or something like that. Yeah, get me a beer slave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that show's great. Really changed. All right. <laughs> um, I, I've only watched a few Mr. Shows. I was with you guys, so at a party or something, so I don't know it that well. Yeah. All right, well, my number two, well, I'll allow the the Han Solo one. I'm also going to allow this, and that would be um, from the Phantom Menace, betting on the pod races. I'm betting everything on Zabulba. Yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. I am a pod but guess, racer. But more recently, I guess, uh, Qui-Gon Jinn. I'll take that bet. Yeah. And, and all that stuff. So, got to get some Star Wars in here. And I, I, I did think yes. of the Falcon one. I actually forgot about... The mention of it in Solo, or in the real trilogy, so... And I was not going to put the Solo thing on here, so... Phantom Menace right. betting on the pod races is my number two. Scott, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is Snatch. Uh, they... So this this one is the closest, as far as... Uh, I was saying betting on a sporting event, but... So this is the illegal underground barnacles uh, boxing... Um, they they put the fix in. Uh, Brad Pitt's character is supposed to lose, and of course he does not throw the fight. Um, and it, it goes to a scene that I've mentioned many times on the podcast, but it's when they they do the freeze frame of his opponent getting knocked out. He's basically <laughs> hanging up in the air, and you hear the the voiceover from Jason Statham with the "Now we all fucked." Uh, one of my favorite all time scenes. Uh, so. Yeah, they turn out to lose that wager. <laughs> well, Turkish does, and, and his friend do. But uh, anyway, mm. Snatch, number one. All right, Alex, number one. My number one is the, uh, the Master of the House episode of Seinfeld. The whole thing, just a, a gentleman's bet. They they have to have Elaine give like two to one odds. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. she's a woman. But then she breaks because of John F. Kennedy Jr. <laughs> I just like the fact that Kramer doesn't even last like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. They're looking at some lady down, down on the street. <laughs> or it was across the building across and she was naked. If she was naked or she was working out or something. Yeah, across yeah. the other building. So he just he just walks away and then he comes back. Yeah, with a lot of cash. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. And then there were three. It's do, who went? Does Jerry win? George wins. However, in the series finale, he admits he cheated on the contest. <laughs> okay, great. So I won. Yeah. What's the line? Hand. Says, what? Does he say oh, something the, like, "Got a hand, Jerry"? That's a different episode, okay. but yeah. Okay. He's got when you have hand. If, you're not, if you don't have hand, you're not a man. Oh yeah, that was the preemptive preemptive breakup. I got hand. All right. Uh, well, my number one. This is the very first thing that came up to me, uh, and it's similar to what's happening here. And it lets me from trading places. Hmm. 
That's a good oh, one. Oh, okay, yeah, damn. With uh, yeah, I forgot the name of the guys now, but they bet that they could switch, you know, change lives of Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd, and it's society versus all this stuff, blah blah. blah. Great, and it's only for one dollar. And the tides turn. And one of the weirdest stock... I still don't understand the end of that movie because I don't know how the stock market works, but yeah. Oh, how the turning tables. It's all a big Ponzi scheme. Yeah. And Jamie Lee Curtis's boobs. (laughs) It was the Dukes. It was the Dukes. I'm from Sweden. (laughs) But you're wearing lederhosen. Because I'm from Sweden. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's it. Uh, I had one honorable mention, and it was from Seinfeld, and I didn't even think of the one you guys did, the the real, the, the better one. But there is uh, Elaine meets this guy who has a dating loophole, and he makes terrible bets so that they have to he, he gets to go on dates with girls. Like he bet oh, Elaine that, that Dustin Hoffman was in Star Wars, and if he's wrong, then he gets to take her out to dinner or something like that. So he'd constantly make these bad bets just so he get to go out on dates. Mm-hmm. That's not right. That's he found a loophole. <laughs> cool. Any for you guys? Was Dustin Hoffman in Star Wars? <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. He was not. That's a bad bet. Uh, there's another well, Seinfeld one where uh, Jerry keeps bets that Elaine is going to slide back with uh, Putty. The bumping. <laughs> yes. Bumping to dinner. That's a You're all the way back. Yeah. And they keep upping the bet. <laughs> Double or nothing. All right, witness. <laughs> yes, that was like the last season or so. One of the last seasons. That was good though. Mm-hmm. It's like a montage of her keep coming in and paying <laughs> him. Yeah, yeah. Audible mention of uh, uh, hackers. The uh, the first part of the movie, they have the, the contest to see who could out hack the other person. Yeah. Oh and the, yeah. And the bet is a ultimately a date, and if Johnny Miller loses. Like he has to wear a dress, but they're not. They don't make it clear on whether he still gets the date or not. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, he got the date at the he end. Did. And she did have to wear a dress. So, sort of dress. Mm-hmm. God, we should do hackers. Another, no, we shouldn't. Another good Simpsons bet was the the kids putting with Homer and Ned. And the, oh, the, fuck! Yeah, that yeah, one was and, really good. And the the father of this child who doesn't win. <laughs> yeah. So at the end, they both have to wear mow the lawn in their woman's best yeah, Sunday dresses. <laughs> and Marsh is all forlorn. My best Sunday dress. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid Flanders. Uh, and also uh, Eastwood Insurance commercials. I can't take that. <laughs> yeah. All right, and with that, it's time for Alex knows sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Go Rams! Sports ball. Yeah, Super Bowl happened. Rams win. Ram it harder. Uh, uh, yeah. How many? What was the uh, death toll in the riot in L.A.? Uh, they're still counting. I hope it was zero. Yeah. There's, there's <laughs> yeah. The, the tolls. Uh, yeah. Was there uh, a riot in L.A.? No. Oh. Not well. Oh, not for really. This. <laughs> okay, well, that's, obviously that's, that's surprising. Anyways, yeah, uh, aside from that, the Olympics are still going on, and apparently the the luge course has a very tricky turn where everybody's having, if you're not really careful, anybody that goes down it, whether it's the skeleton or the um, the bobsled or anything, it, if you're not careful, you're going to you're gonna lose your sled on it. And it's turn 13 Ooh. for all you skeptics or uh, whatchamacallit? 
Um, what do you call people that believe in bad luck? Superstitious folks. Yeah. There we go. For all you superstitious aficionados. Could Ricky Ticky Tavi handle this tricky Ricky turn? <laughs> yeah, I bet he could. Mm. He's a goddamn otter. Not an otter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, close enough. Otters. What was he? Mongoose. Yeah. Mongoose. Thank you. Was it Austria's Madeleine Egle who took the bronze in Pyeongchang? She's, she, uh, she describes the turn as it's a real technical curve. You have some options to slide this curve. It's just a little bit weird because the curve's going to the left side, but then there's a straightaway, but not a real straightaway because of the two 14 and 15 curves. So you pretty much have to be like, I, I don't know, I guess it's really tricky. They don't show pictures of it, for fuck's sake, but they show somebody, like, eating it on the skeleton. So, uh, I believe them. Watch out for Curve 13. Did, uh, you guys are still sliding down there. Did you guys watch Monobob? They had the first ever Monobob, and uh, Monobob sounds like something that kids we knew, like, in high school got and had to, like, <laughs> had to take some time off for medical reasons. Uh, no. Like, what is Monobob? It was a bobsled with one person. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Oh, okay. I, they only, like, show, this is right after the Super Bowl, they, they, they showed, oh, they showed yeah, the they, women yeah. doing it. I was watching I it. don't know if there were actually, like, there was a men's Monobob. Uh, I would imagine there would have been, but, uh, yeah, yeah Monobob is a new thing. I was kind of surprised that there, there wasn't a Monobob before this. Yeah. <laughs> Stop saying weird. Monobob. But I, it's fun to say. Lately, Boggs, whatever her name was. But I like the Monobob. It's fun. (laughs) All right, well, I just want to say go Rams again. That was awesome. Being a big Rams fan, that was fun. The game was closer than I wanted it to be, but (laughs) yeah, it was exciting. (laughs) Good final drive, and that was fun. Um, just a quick thing. I went to Disneyland yesterday, the same day that they were there, but we missed them and all that stuff. But it, there was still yellow and blue ticker tape all over down Main Street yeah. on the floor, so that was interesting. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. So what are you going to do next? I'm going to Disneyland. They still do it. They do it, yeah. What? They do? But, but it's not as not as much as I remember. But yeah, they did it. Because I keep seeing the commercial today on TV. <laughs> commercial. It says... You sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, you just beat Cincinnati. Where are you going? And then it has them with their whole families saying, you know, we're going to Disneyland. And they were there, but it was just those three. <laughs> the whole team. Man, even, even, as, even as much as those guys get paid, I'm sure they appreciate <laughs> the free ride. <laughs> Getting the Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, for free, because that shit is not true. Well, I guess I'm playing another season. <laughs> yeah. Can't I retire this year. I bet they get paid for it too. It's not even no, I, 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 I kid. But yeah, like it's it, it is expensive though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. With that, it's time for Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. So uh, a couple things. Um, did either of you watch? I, I guess it's an updated trailer for Doctor Strange during the Super Bowl. I think I missed it. I saw it. Yeah, I didn't Super pay too Bowl, much they... attention to it, but there was yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the Super Bowl was like an actual teaser, but the it's this is again my fucking I hate when they call two minute trailers a teaser. It's not. It's just a full trailer. <laughs> but yes, they have the full trailer online. Okay. Uh, it's good. Well, uh, yeah. I I have, I 
am bad and didn't watch it yet. So I was honestly asking <laughs> if there's anything new in this trailer. Oh, okay. uh, but uh, so that was a thing. Um, there was another big trailer. I'll save it for, for Jeff, though. Um, for me? Yeah, you. Uh, there Did was Star some... Wars something? Yeah, the Sonic 2 trailer. No, I was, I was going <laughs> to something to do with uh, some Tolkien... Oh, you can talk about it. Yeah. I just thought it was stupid. Oh, <laughs> all right. Well, all right. <laughs> uh, they they had the a again another teaser for the, the Lord of the Rings the Amazon series, um, and uh, it looks like I I don't think it looks stupid like Jeff says, <laughs> but uh, there, there's something flat about it um, that I think you get with these these big budget streaming shows. Um, that it, it doesn't seem to have the same, I don't know, life to it. And I get it; they're they're filming it from these giant screen, green screens now. That's just how they do things. Uh, but I feel like for the better part of like the like Game of Thrones, it didn't feel like that. Um, and so there there's a blueprint there. Um, obviously, Lord of the Rings doesn't have to be as gritty as Game of Thrones, but uh, they're. There needs to be something there, you know, and then obviously you have the what Peter Jackson did. So uh, some some big hey, shoes that's to fill. What I'm saying it looks bad. Like I'm not saying like the I don't know anything about the story or the character. Yeah. It's just it looks CGI. It did not look yeah visually yeah I, I, like Middle Earth. It did not look like New yeah, Zealand. Yeah, I visually I think I think there was something <laughs> okay. yeah that that didn't quite jive with with what we remember from from yeah good jive in me turkey. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I agree on that on that score. Um, yeah, I've I've not looked at. Anything else about this, like, who these catchers are going to be? I don't even know if it's supposed to be the Silmarillion or not. Um, but we'll see. Like, uh, I didn't. I don't think I recognized anybody in the trailer. So, interesting that they're going with, um, I guess, less recognizable faces. Um, I don't know. Maybe other people know who, who, who some of these people were, but I didn't. Um, so. Whoa. So, there it is. <laughs> Somebody's watching it. Um, no. So interesting that, that that that's gonna be a thing like in September though. So that's got a ways to go. Uh, so I, I think that's the date. So that'll be later this year. Um, more Moon Knight um, footage that they showed here. I, I wrote a thing where Feige um, Feige uh, said that Figgy they weren't pull. They weren't pulling any punches, I think was to paraphrase on Moon Knight. Uh, but it, I, I'm not going to hold my breath on it being like one of the, the original Netflix Marvel shows like Daredevil. Uh, like that level of, of grittiness. Um, and then speaking of which, the rumor is that all that stuff is leaving Netflix, by the way. Um, so three seasons of Daredevil... Um, both seasons of, I would imagine, of, of everything else. So both seasons of, uh, well, I guess, did Jessica Jones get three seasons or just two? I thought she just got two. Yes, two. I think just two. Two, the, both of, of um, Luke, Cage. Luke Cage, both of Iron Fist, um, and... Oh, that's fine. And, <laughs> and Defenders, I would imagine. Yeah, that's fine too. So, that's okay. we just need to see if that stuff does wind up on Disney+, Plus because it is definitely grittier... Um, but I guess if, if anybody wants... Oh, and, and uh, both seasons of The Punisher, too. Um, oh, yeah. So anybody that, that is interested in watching this stuff, now might be the time. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder, yeah, if it goes to Net- Disney Plus, they would still have to do like the Netflix logo in there, right? Because they produced it. I don't know how that works. Yeah, like the, I wouldn't start with like the da da da, like the, but it yeah maybe there was like by Netflix Studios or whatever. Right? I, yeah, yeah, no, I, I don't know how that would. Work. Um. So well, I think part of that was is I don't think those were Netflix. Like that's part of the reason that they. They didn't make any more of those because they weren't making those in house. Oh, that's right. So yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah I, I don't know how any of that stuff works in the end of the day, though. So huh? we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyways, that's that's all the the nerd stuff that came out of uh, or related to Super Bowl. I think. Uh, yeah, like Alex said, uh, Sonic, which I also missed. So there was a Sonic Two teaser or something uh, during the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, well, the trailer's been out for a bit. Right, well, right, yeah, they had like a teaser before, but I don't know if there was any new stuff. Mm, not that I saw from the Super Bowl, it's just, yep, the the pandemic began <laughs> right after we watched Sonic 2, Sonic, yeah. and now we're, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's happening again. Yep. So, gotta go fast. Wah, wah. Yeah, gotta go fast. Uh, <laughs> and then, um... Kind of mixing up uh, Neom News and uh, <laughs> and Alex knows sports. Uh, the the, sports. the halftime show uh, was was pretty cool. Um, yeah. It it was funny. I was thinking this, and I saw some other people mention this online. Uh, my my first thought was like, okay, this is they're finally doing something cool. You know, like you know, a lot most of the time they do something where they get like somebody really old out there to. To appease like the old people, like Paul <laughs> Gardner, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait, <laughs> like Dr. J is like, I don't know, he's like sixty or something, like Snoop Snoop. Yeah, we were talking about it at our party. Yeah, and they were yeah. saying something like, uh, if you th- if you're really excited for this halftime show, it's time to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah, that was that was the joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's still cool. There was somebody missing from all that though, which was a huge bummer. Uh, could have, could have done with a little uh, cube, I think. That's what I said. They should have shown the blimp flowing over, flying by. It said Ice Cube was a pimp on it or something. Yeah, but overall, it was it was it was a pretty cool act. Um, I I had joked during because at one point there's like smoke coming out of like the middle thing. You're like, oh, I know where Snoop went, but uh, apparently some <laughs> behind the scenes they were filming him and he was smoking out like right before. <laughs> I know, clutch your pearls. Big surprise. What? Yes, Snoop, <gasps> Snoop was partaking of the stickiest of Iggy. Um, yeah, overall it was cool. I did laugh out loud at how hard Dr. Dre was working that fake soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> right, he, uh, he was, uh, uh, you know, he was putting put on a man. show. Yeah, yeah. But whatever that was cool to, to see them all out there. Uh, Fiddy, Fiddy was looking pretty beefy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man. So, uh, so I guess we're hanging upside down all the time. I guess, yeah. <laughs> it's doing like the prison workout. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, that, that was fun. Uh, Some a little different for, for the halftime show. Uh, Mary J. Blige was out there. It was cool. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good stuff. Um, outside of all that, uh, really only um, two things to talk about. Uh, or more that I wanted to talk about, I should say. Um... They finally released another patch for Cyberpunk 2077. 
Um, it addresses a bunch of stuff and is supposed to basically make the next gen stuff playable again, or maybe current gen. I'm not sure. I've always had it on PC, um, but it looks like this new patch does address some of my gripes. Um, even though I I, I did enjoy uh, playing it before, so maybe this will be enough for me to, to get back in. No real new content though. Um, at least nothing real meaty. But uh, yeah, for people that were still holding up on Cyberpunk, maybe now's the time. We'll see though, because the patch just got dropped today. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought that was at least cool for me anyways. <laughs> I've got an excuse to play Cyberpunk again. Uh, and then finally, I've I've watched the first like four and a half episodes of this on Netflix uh, thing that just came out called Murderville. Uh, oh, that, it's, it's pretty hilarious. Um so the the premise is that it, it's Will Arnett um, and, and a bunch of other actors. Um, they 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 all have a loose script, and then they the the idea is that he's a homicide detective named uh, Terry Seattle, um, <laughs> and every new week he gets a new partner, and the every week the new partner is just like a random celebrity, um, and they have him on like the joke is that they're like a trainee homicide detective. And so they basically like that person doesn't know like what's going on. They just know that they're like there to like kind of play along and to eventually try to figure out like who actually did the murder. Um, so it was a little bit of fun to try to play along with that, that end of things. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just funny. The episodes are like less than 30 minutes long. Uh, definitely recommend it. Uh, uh, the, the first episode is like Conan. Second one is Marshawn Lynch. Uh, and uh, and so on. And let let people watch, but uh, it's again really funny. I, I, I definitely recommend it. Uh, Murderville on Netflix. Uh, that's cool. And uh, yeah, that's it from me, Alex. Did you have anything you want to go over? Uh, just real quick, I've gotten back into uh, for you, all you anime fans, Attack on Titan. Have you seen any of this, Scott? I was over it real quick. I I have a low threshold for. Any anime where the main character is just crying all the time? Uh, that's everybody, but yes. <laughs> uh, there is a lot of crying. Uh, it's it's very dramatic, even though the well, the basic premise for people who don't know is uh, what if zombies were like like between 15 and like 50 feet tall? And the whole premise alone is pretty cool. And uh, they have uh, these things that have them whipping around like Spider-Man. But they use like gas to shoot like harpoons and stuff. And that's how they get around town and fight these giants that, that invade. But it's gone from fighting giants to trying to uh, find out where they're coming from. Because it's a big mystery. And now in I'm in season three. There's four seasons. I'm in season three. And it's become like this uh, political like intrigue type of thing where they're trying to uh find out who the real bloodline of of the kings are who's who's the real heir to the throne it's it's very interesting so it's evolved very well for me well i'm glad you're able to power through it it, because there's no way i'm gonna be able to (laughs) pick up where i was it's good all right uh anything else nope that's it all right jeff anything you want to go over i'm trying so, uh, I'd say I finished season one of Ozark yet. I think I'd say I was even watching Ozark. You definitely mentioned you were watching Ozark. Okay, yeah. Yes. We talked about so how we... it was very low on levity. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's a great show. 
uh, very light in the chuckles uh, <laughs> department. So um, I rec I definitely recommend it. But yeah, it's bad. I mean, I know I'm way behind. This is like a show everyone talks about, but uh, new for me. So I've been enjoying watching that. Um, yeah, and then I guess Book of Boba Fett. Um, so I did watch one or two yeah. more episodes of it, but I'm not finished with it yet. So. <clears throat> well, whatever. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know Alex uh, disagrees with me here. That's fine. Whatever. But like, I just did not enjoy it. It's Star Wars is just gone. I mean, Mandalorian was good and all, but now I even feel like they've betrayed that. I thought the first two seasons were awesome, and like we ended that story with Grogu and everything, and now it's just like they just erased all that, and it's just. I just have not liked anything from Star Wars in a long time. Or I did, and now they ruined it, I guess. Because I like Mandalorian, oh, and now I feel okay. like... Well, we, yeah, we gotta have Baby Yoda still around, and we gotta... It just... I just did not... A Rancor can... Luke can hurt it with a rock, but it could take 12,000 shots and just... Bleh, spoilers. But it was wearing care. armor. It's not wearing armor. Yes, it was. It was wearing a chest. It had a chest piece. It got blown off. Also, Danny Trejo trained this uh, with Rancor. All right. There it is. <laughs> Stupid mod gang Vespo guys have all these mods. None of the mods come in handy. They didn't do shit during the battle. It's just, just so fucking... Boba Fett's terrible. Um, it's just really awful. I'm just sad. Yeah, and I love it for that reason. <laughs> I agree with Jeff with everything he's saying, but I I really love it. <laughs> oh. Stupid. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, very disappointing. Uh, I guess the next one is Obi Wan, and I yeah, guess I'm looking see. forward to it. I don't know. Let's I don't know what see. To think. Yeah, I don't know who's involved. I don't know who to blame. That's what, I wish there was someone I knew who to blame. Everyone wants to blame Kathleen Kennedy. I can't imagine. <laughs> She's at fault. I, I just nah. It's either it's she seems like she's too high up for some of these decisions, and if she it, or it's a mandate from even higher than her, just saying I don't care what you do, just make sure we sell toys to kids and stuff. So I I don't know, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Just it's just so frustrating because I like Star Wars so much. <laughs> Speaking of which, I oh I guess I was saying at the very well I was not on the air I guess. Uh, I did go to a private event at Disneyland last night for Valentine's Day. Um, it wasn't private to me. It's a special event. A lot of people were able to go. But it's like after hours. It starts from 8 to midnight. It's only a four-hour thing. But you pay almost the full price ticket, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> so, Jeff, I'm, I'm getting the impression that you did not, in fact, think it was cool to pay that much. Um, that pay that much, no. But, it was, it, I mean, the, there's not many people there. So we got on a lot of rides really quickly, okay. so... The whole thing is, or the, for this was Sweethearts Night, so it was a lot of like the love, uh, which is a bunch of Disney movies. The princesses with their, you can go watch like Cinderella dance with Prince Charming or whoever her boyfriend is in the Disney comics or Disney comics. <laughs> Disney <laughs> in the, the, the graphic novels, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so if you go like to the Small World, uh, what's it called the the mall there, right? The path down to Small World, like they had a live band playing music, and you had like Ariel dancing with her dude and Cinderella with her dude and Jasmine and her dude wait 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 with like legs or is she just like on the rock Ariel was just (laughs) flipping she was just flopping her mouth going she couldn't say anything uh, (laughs) no it's Ariel with legs yeah she Um, had legs at the end of the movie yeah and then 
there's like photo ops throughout where you can meet other characters or you can like the one that Laura wanted to do, but I did not want to stand. Uh, like reenact the lady in Tramp, Lady in the Tramp. Uh, okay. and stuff, uh, which, well, you got a free meal out of it. Well, no, you don't even get the spaghetti, so I don't oh, even what? know. They, just, <laughs> they literally just put some cardboard or car, uh, like plywood pictures of like the chefs behind you. And, and the name of the restaurant, and that's it. Like, uh, I, and everybody bites the same. Yeah, I was gonna say like, they reuse spaghetti. They reuse the same <laughs> spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just wipe it down between people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next, COVID was on the way down until this event, and now has this one noodle. Oh my god, I got a fucking noodle. But what was hilarious? We went into, so every land had different characters, and they kind of try to theme it, right? So if you're in like the uh, New Orleans, you'll get the Prince and the Frog characters, and then you know. But Tomorrowland, there was this girl and this guy. We had no idea. I'm like, who is that? I mean, it kind of looks like Elsa, but <laughs> it's not. And it's because she was an African American girl playing. It I was like, so what? What is this? And she didn't know either. We had to look was it, it up. It's from that movie. It, it was Atlanta. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck oh, yeah. is this? <laughs> I guess. Oh, Treasure Planet or something, but <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Treasure Planet is good too. Whatever. Uh, they brought out these old, these deep cut characters there, which I guess is cool. Like, yeah, if you're a fan of that, I'm sure you won't see her on a regular. Do they, they have? They, they have uh, Alien Way from uh, Black Cauldron. I no, I did not. Okay. I saw anyway. Did sorry, just you, you mentioned deep cut. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, it was interesting, and they had dark, not dark resistance. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the best guild in EverQuest. Rise of the Resistance was open, so I was like, "Sweet, we can go on that with a short line." And the line was short, and then it broke down right as we got on it, so that sucked. What? Mm-hmm. Full price? Um, do they have? You uh, get the full price experience. Do they have Luke and Leia yeah. making out? That's what Laura said. She's like, "Can't believe they don't have like a." Uh, a siblings makeout session photo opportunity oh, or something yeah. like Jesus. <laughs> yeah, there was nothing in Star Wars. I can't believe they didn't have any. Right, or yeah, well, at least Han and Leia. You don't have to do Luke and Leia, but you could do Han and or Leia, Ray, Ray or and Kylo Ren, or uh, mm-hmm. Poe and Finn, or or, or Anna, yeah, Poe and, po and Finn. It should you do Anakin po and Padme Finn. or something. But whatever, they didn't. Yeah. They had nothing in Star Wars land. Um, I got a Ronto wrap, which is. Still, that's the that's worth the price admission right what there. Is, what is a mm-hmm. Ronto wrap? It's like a sausage wrapped in a pita with some slaw and stuff. Okay. But it's, a, a Ronto sausage. Um, but anyway, it was a cool event because it, it was not very crowded. It's funny, it's Disneyland with like no kids, which is the way it should be. <laughs> if you ask Laura, the way it should be, yes, that's what she always. Why are there so many kids here? Like it's Disneyland. We're yeah. not going to remember any of this. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that's uh, anything else that happened there. That's it. I don't watch any shows and no blah, blah, blah. nothing. They got nothing. <laughs> they didn't bring back the People Maker for uh, for one night. Yeah, yeah, they did not bring back. They just put yeah, they just put a couple of the cards out on the. <laughs> you the said room. the People Maker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it goes pretty slow. Yes. Plenty of time. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's it. And like I said, there was there was confetti, ram stuff, and 
one of Laura's friends works there, and we talked to her when we got there. She's like one of the plaids, and she was oh yeah, they just left a few hours ago. They've just been hanging. I guess they blocked off or clo- locked the doors in the Lincoln uh, section. You know, the Lincoln um, great moments with Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yeah. They just locked it up, and that's where they were hanging out. The families the whole time were just had their own private hall. Over yeah, interesting. There. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. All right, I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, she's all that. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember, if you see somebody with glasses on, they're way hotter when they take them <laughs> off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Science. Science. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.